Indiana women's basketball team gets back on the winning track. Mackenzie Holmes returns, biggest news of the night, uh, but it was a team effort to beat Northwestern as we enter one of the most exciting final weeks of a regular season I've seen. We're going to get it, you guys caught up on everything from the game, everything to watch in this final week. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, February 18th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. Previews, recaps, news, analysis, men's and women's basketball, football, everything in between. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for stopping in and making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. A reminder, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where we premiere our episodes every morning at 7 a.m. You guys can hop on over there, chat with fellow Hoosier fans each morning as part of your kind of daily routine as well. As I said, the Hoosiers picked up a win after that frustrating loss in Nebraska. Uh, they return to the court on Thursday. Mackenzie Holmes returned to the court on Thursday. Uh, played some in, in limited minutes, but did start, did return. Uh, one of the biggest news items of the night when it comes to the game. But the Hoosiers able to grind out a win against a a feisty uh, Northwestern team. We'll recap all that here in just a moment. Uh, want to remind you guys, as always, you can subscribe wherever you listen to Locked on Hoosiers. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers, on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Let's dive into this one. The Hoosiers come away with a 69-58 to 58 victory over Northwestern in front of a, a pretty loud Assembly Hall crowd. Uh, it took them a while to get going. Really wasn't until uh, late in the second half that it seemed like they really got going, but it was a, a loud crowd, a, a great atmosphere uh, on the night. As we said, the big story was that McKenzie Holmes returned. We thought it was coming. We It seemed like it would be any time uh, this past week. She returns to the starting lineup on Thursday. Uh, in all honesty, she looked like someone who had missed about a month of, of action. There was a lot of rust there that she had to shake off, which is why getting her back now is so important because you have a bit of a stretch run to get some of that rust shaken off uh, before you start entering tournament play. But she plays 24 minutes on the night, 6.6 rebounds, um, didn't play to close the game. Uh, I think she checked out with about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It seemed like she was on a minutes restriction of, of sorts. Uh, but overall, you could see she looked good. She moved well. Uh, just some of that rush she has to get shaken off. But the the player of the night for the Hoosiers was Alexa Goulbay, who was <clears throat> dominant down low, hit some monster shots. She finishes with 20 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, it was a, a return to form for the Hoosiers, um, both offensively but more importantly defensively. It's a, as I said, a feisty, a tough Northwestern team that they came up against. Um, you can very easily see why they have a win over Michigan. Uh, they were coming off a win over Michigan, why they have a win over Iowa earlier in the season. 
uh, a very talented team, but the Hoosiers hold them to 41% shooting over the course of the game. That includes them. I mean, they they shot 53% in the fourth quarter, but the Hoosiers pulled away in that fourth quarter. So the Northwestern's best quarter was also IU's best quarter. So outside of that, it was a dominant defensive display for the Hoosiers. They forced 11 turnovers, uh, but more importantly, scored 17 points off those turnovers. Really made Northwestern pay. It was a, a veteran win, a veteran-laden win, because just the manner they went about it, the Hoosiers did, uh, very methodical, got players into foul trouble for Northwestern. Three different players had four fouls, uh, including Courtney Shaw, who uh, one of the better offensive rebounders in the country, uh, got her into foul trouble, got a couple different girls into foul trouble, made life difficult for Northwestern. Uh, and then defensively, the the intensity was up. The Hoosiers um, made them work. And they Northwestern had some, some nice baskets. Um, that it's a very good team. They needed that win to, uh, for their tournament resume. And they look like a team that was, I don't want to say desperate, but one that knew that they needed to pick up a victory. Um, so IU did well to, to hold them off. That was a good victory turning point at, the score. Honestly is a bit flattering to the Hoosiers. They pulled away late. This was a very close game throughout and turning point came late in the third quarter. Uh, IU was actually down by two points, 44 to 42, I believe. Uh, Goulbay gets a four-point play uh, that really turned the tide of the entire game. IU went from down two to up two. That sparked an 8-0 run to close the quarter. IU went into the fourth up six. Uh, shortly after that, they blew the doors open with a 10-2 run in the fourth. Uh, featured a nice little steal from Nicole Cardania-Hillary. Uh, and a fast break spinning layup from Grace Berger uh, and one layup that got the crowd going. There was a stretch in that fourth quarter where Berger and Goulbay uh, scored 18 straight points for the Hoosiers. Uh, those two took over to guide IU to the victory. Important win to keep atop the Big Ten. Uh, it was nice to get back in the win column. Nice to get McKenzie Holmes back, as we've said, as well. We're going to look at a couple specific uh, performances from different players from tonight's win here. Uh, just a moment. It's an all-women's basketball podcast today because this is set up for a really exciting finale to the season. Football might be over, though, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired head coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Uh, we are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Uh want to send thoughts uh, and prayers to DeMarlo Belcher, uh, his family, all those around him. Former standout IU receiver, one of the greatest receivers in the program's history, uh, was found dead in his vehicle on Thursday. Um, as I said, he was an incredible player 
Uh, I believe he is second all time in uh, receptions. Uh, he's all over the IU record book. So thoughts and prayers to all those around him as uh, as they go through that this week and this weekend. Let's get back to this game. Highlight a couple key performers for the Hoosiers. You got to start with Bay, as we said. She finishes the night with 20 points, um, 12 rebounds for her double-double. Uh, she perhaps more than any other player uh, in McKenzie Holmes's absence has stepped up. Uh, that was a big hole the Hoosiers had to fill down low, and Bay has been up to the task. She had the big play, as we said, the big three-pointer, the big momentum-swinging play to get the Hoosiers going again. This was a back-and-forth game. Uh, Northwestern kept making runs every time it looked like the Hoosiers were set to pull away. Northwestern would make a run to get right back in the game, occasionally take the lead. Uh, they outscored the Hoosiers in the paint 34-28. to uh, That was more due to their lack of three-point shooting. Um, and the fact that their guards were really good at getting to the rim, but um, the Hoosiers, none of that was Ghoul Bay uh, at her was her fault because uh, she finishes with tied for game high honors and points, seven of twelve from the field, five of seven from the line. Enormous performance from her, really set the tone. Got a lot of those Northwestern players into foul trouble on the night. So huge performance from her. Grace Berger, we mentioned, 15 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds. She was 6 of 13 from the field. Um, just calm, cool, collected. I love watching her play. Uh, she has such a smooth game, especially when she gets into the mid-range. Knocked down a couple mid-range baskets. Uh, just a, it's, it's so much fun to watch her. She never seems rattled and always seems composed. And that was the case on Thursday when that was a game that, as we said, back and forth, Northwestern in it the whole time. Uh, the Hoosiers had some turnover problems, and uh, Berger had half of the 12 turnovers, uh, but still uh, more than made up for it. She had five assists, as we said, um, and a couple big shots in that fourth quarter to help the Hoosiers pull away. The other one that... Came up with some big baskets in that fourth quarter. Nicole Cardano-Hillary, she had 17 points on the night, four rebounds, three assists, a pest as always. Uh, again, we say that in the most endearing way possible. Uh, she had a couple big baskets in the fourth quarter, including a corner three-pointer that kind of felt like the final blow on the night. I think it put the Hoosiers up 11 at the time. She finishes six of 10 from the field. Three of five from the three-point line uh, and knocked down both of her free throws. Nicole Cardano-Hillary and Grace Berger combined 12 of 23 from the field, 32 points. Um, Cardano-Hillary struggled pretty mightily in that N Nebraska game. Four of 18 overall, I believe, one of 10 from the three-point line. This was a great bounce-back performance from her, kind of indicative of the whole team bouncing back. Um, so that was nice to see for both her and the team. Quiet night for Allie Patberg, only four points on one of four shooting. Did have six assists, five rebounds. Um, even quiet nights for for ladies on this team uh, are still impactful. Uh, Keandra Brown minutes went down a little bit, 
uh, part of that because Goulbay was playing so well. Part of that because Mackenzie Holmes returned. She only played nine minutes but scored seven points, three of three from the field, uh, knocked down her free throw. Chloe Moore McNeil, again, if you're talking about players who stepped up um, in Holmes's absence, she's been a big one as well. Played 23 minutes, did not score, but had four rebounds, a couple of assists, uh, a steal as well. Um, big minutes out of her. Very much someone the Hoosiers can count on off the bench, which early in the season, the Hoosiers didn't know if they had anybody they could count on off the bench. Now both Keandre Brown and Chloe Mc Moore McNeil are there to help the Hoosiers out, which is really big. Again, if you're trying to find silver linings from McKenzie Holmes' injury, it's getting big minutes for those two. Seeing Ghoul Bay step up to be a, a legitimate weapon for the Hoosiers. She always was, but um, seeing her thrive like this, getting her in this groove, uh, I think is going to be really important, really big for the Hoosiers once they start entering uh, postseason play. Before they get to that, there's a, a wild final week coming up. Uh, just the, some final team stats. As we said, Northwestern shot 41% from the field. The Hoosiers, 24 50, 48% from the field. They were 6 of 10 in that fourth quarter, um, 6 of 7 at the free throw line in the fourth to seal that game away. 17 of 19 at the free throw line. That's not always been a kind place for the Hoosiers this season, men's and women's, but. Uh, the women's team is capable of performances like this. I don't know. I'd be stunned if the men's team went 17 for 19 at the line in any game. Uh, women's team uh, has struggled a bit at times at the line. They were great there on uh, Thursday to knock down some important free throws to to make sure Northwestern stayed at bay. They didn't foul either, really. Um, Northwestern only shot five free throws. Hoosiers committed 11 fouls, but they didn't put Northwestern on the line much at all in the night. As we said, forced 11 turnovers, um, kept the Wildcats off the glass, only seven second-chance points on the night. That was another area that hurt the Hoosiers at Nebraska. So big victory for them, and as we said, sets up a really, really wild final week. They, they showed a graphic during the game. If you uh, missed it, if you weren't paying attention, the, the top five teams in the Big Ten almost exclusively play each other in this final week of the season with literally one exception. Otherwise, the five teams are going to just battle it out in this final week of action. It sets up one of the wildest, most fun game or fun final weeks uh, that could possibly be for uh, a Big Ten regular season. I know the men's team is struggling right now and, and fighting for their tournament lives, but make sure you guys are watching this women's team because this is set up to be something wild. We're going to go through everything, look at where the standings are after Thursday, preview all of the games that are, are left for all the teams, get you guys set for uh, what a fun week this is going to be to close out the regular season. This is the time of year that Usually, I've pretty much given up on my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to the resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. If you guys haven't tried them already, make sure you try the Puffs. Uh, you're missing out if you haven't tried them. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They aren't just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite 
with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, uh, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be a new favorite. Built, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. 100% real chocolate on these puffs as well. Uh, that's what, to me, makes them taste exactly like a candy bar. Even with that chocolate, they're low in calorie, high in protein. You can replace your candy bars with these. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Built Bars most contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to whatever your favorite candy bar is. Uh, it's going to be better for you. And you're not even sacrificing taste because there's so many amazing flavors for Built Bar. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. All new this month is white chocolate cookies and cream. Uh, they're delicious. New flavors are coming out all the time. Uh, if you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It's It'll be delicious and it'll be good for you. So go over to Built.com. Check out what flavors are available right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So this uh, women's basketball Big Ten season has been a wild one, uh, and it's going to have a wild ending as well. So your top five teams uh, before or after the IU game last night were IU, Michigan, Ohio State, Maryland, and Iowa. All five of those teams are wrecked. Uh, those were your top five in some order. I believe the order might have moved around a little bit after another game we're going to talk about, but those were your top five teams. Now, say for one game between Ohio State, they will play Michigan State. Every remaining game for all five of these teams is against someone else in the top five. I earnestly don't think I've ever seen that before. One of the wildest things I can remember it's going to set up for every game mattering, and it's going to be a really fun ending. Let's go team by team. IU uh, has three games remaining now. They will play at home against Iowa on Saturday. They will play at Iowa on Monday, and then they'll play at Maryland on Friday. One of the key things here, and a lot of this can change, if IU and Maryland both win out, uh, so IU beats Ohio State both, or excuse me, IU beats Iowa both games. Maryland beats Michigan. They beat Ohio State on Thursday. That IU-Maryland game is going to be for the Big Ten uh, title. Whoever wins that wins the title. That's one storyline to follow. Uh, Michigan, though, will absolutely have a say in this because they play Maryland on Saturday. Uh, then they will travel to Iowa as well. Ohio State and Maryland played on Thursday after the Hoosiers game. Maryland comes away with a 77-72 to victory in College Park. So big win for Maryland to keep uh, pace atop the Big Ten. Ohio State now will finish their season at Michigan State. Uh, they are about the only team at this point who don't control their own destiny. I'm not sure that it would take quite a lot for them to get back into the title picture. But as I said, if they do, it's because other teams are losing. They can't really, they can beat Michigan state, but they can't really change a whole lot in the big 10 title picture. Now, uh, Maryland has the win over Ohio state Thursday. 
They will go to Michigan on Saturday, and then they will host IU next Friday. Uh, nobody's going to have a bigger say in this title race than Maryland. Uh, those are the top two teams outside of Maryland is IU and Michigan right now. Uh, so those they're they're going to get their shot uh, if they if Maryland wins out, they're your Big Ten champions. So uh, huge huge stretch for them as well. It's been a season they've struggled at times, but uh, they're going to get their chance to do it. Iowa. Uh, obviously has the two games against IU and then we'll travel to Michigan uh, as well. Again, another team that is absolutely um, going to have a say in this uh, race as well. Iowa has one of the most fun players in the conference and Caitlin Clark. If you haven't seen her, um, she's an absolute blast to watch and somebody you absolutely need to pay attention to. You're going to see her a lot. Uh, these next two games. That Iowa-Michigan game is actually in Iowa City. So Iowa is going to have another big say in this one. Now, I know that was a lot. Um, I was repeating a lot of the same teams. Let's give you the standings to simplify this a little bit. IU is alone at the top. Only team with two losses in the conference. Uh, they are 11-2. and two. We're going to go off losses because everything else is kind of uneven. Uh, Maryland, after beating Ohio State, uh, is now at 12 and 3. Only Maryland and Michigan have three losses. Michigan's at 11 and 3. Ohio State, uh, being dealt that loss, drops into 11 and 4. Iowa is 10 and 4. So those two have four losses. So if Maryland beats Michigan, hands them their fourth loss, and then beats the Hoosiers, they will have. Uh, theoretically share the title the Hoosiers could um there if IU beats Iowa and Iowa in both games regardless of what Maryland does if my math is right they will at least win a share of the Big Ten title because they also hold a win over Maryland as well so I believe they will at least share the title if they beat Iowa in back-to-back games um Michigan just as well though could beat Maryland uh and Uh, also share the Big Ten title. I think the way they do it in the Big Ten, the way they've done it in the past with the men's team, is head-to-head doesn't really matter as a tiebreaker. You just share the title. I'm not sure if that's changed, but obviously Michigan has the tiebreaker if one exists over Indiana. It might only exist for Big Ten tournament seeding purposes, but if it exists, the Hoosiers have, or uh, the Wolverines, excuse me, have the tiebreaker over Indiana. So it'll be interesting to see uh, it, I will try to look up to see if there are any tiebreakers like that, but end of the day, this is going to be so confusing and changing day to day that it's impossible to know um, what's going to happen. We talked about Maryland struggling earlier in the year. They've won their last eight games. Probably nobody hotter in the Big Ten right now than Maryland, uh, but that being said, they're going to get the two toughest challenges possible in Michigan and Indiana to close this one out. So, Uh, We will keep you updated with every game that matters over the next week, uh, wrapping up with that IU-Maryland game next Friday. Uh, This is going to be a doozy of a a final week for the women's Big Ten. Um, Tune in. The IU women play tomorrow against Iowa. It's senior day. If you haven't already, uh, go check out the Hoosiers. It's going to be your last chance in the regular season. Hoosiers are almost certainly going to host a 
uh, opening NCAA tournament uh, bracket, basically. Uh, but 4 o'clock tomorrow, IU will play Iowa. Unfortunately, it's on Big Ten Plus. You won't be able to watch it. More reason to head on over to Assembly Hall. Uh, senior day, as we said. <clears throat> and hopefully, uh, you're able. everybody is able to pack out Assembly Hall for that big one. Um, we will be back on Monday to recap that game. Uh, get you set for the women's game. On Monday against Iowa, they'll be play right almost back to back, and then we will preview the men's game against Ohio State on Monday as well. Uh, a busy time as we near March Madness, uh, but an exciting time, and I look forward to this. This is a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to close out both regular seasons. We'll have you guys covered with everything you need. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Uh, now for your second listen, head on over to the Locked on Bets podcast, uh, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love. This was another huge week for us, and I cannot thank you guys enough. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Helps us out immensely. You guys have done more than enough, but if you can just hit that subscribe button, Leave a quick rating. All that stuff is just huge for us. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, most importantly, though, guys, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Go Hoosiers and LEO.